Open your mind. I was first introduced to the paranormal and other unexplained mysteries by my uncle, who was already into that kind of thing. At the time, I was around seven years old. He would lend me books that described people's supposedly true encounters with ghosts and other books that showed ghost photos. I was incredibly interested in the subject until I was about 18 years old. I stopped believing as strongly when I gained an interest in atheism and developed rather hateful feelings towards religion. I do not mean to offend those who are religious in any way, but I feel it is relevant to mention these feelings because I was once told that you have to be religious to believe in ghosts, as you must believe people have a spirit inside of them. I do not believe in spirits, but I am starting to believe in ghosts again. I have had a few weird experiences in the past few years that have both freaked me out and intrigued me and made me question myself. I still believe most psychic mediums are fraudsters preying on their often mournful customers, but I no longer completely discredit the existence of this kind of ability or gift. My first brief yet confusing experience came when I visited a castle in Yorkshire, England with my then-girlfriend in 2015. The castle was small and partially in ruins, but still had some rooms you could enter, one of which was the dungeon. Now, it seems stereotypical that someone could be freaked out by a dungeon, but I have visited dozens of castles in my life, and none had done this to me before. I entered the very small dungeon, a red brick room with a single pillar as its centerpiece. My ex and I were the only ones in there when an overwhelming feeling of death and what can only be described as a vision entered my head from nowhere at all. Bodies covered the floor. I could no longer see the ground for what looked like medieval peasants filling the space, their bodies laid as if they'd just been thrown in and left to rot. I could feel myself shaking after I'd snapped out of it, the horrible feeling still scaring me, and I told my ex I could not stay there any longer. I knew nothing of the history of the castle or that room. There was no signpost describing what events have happened in that dungeon, and I have never researched it. The confusion of that day alone still makes me shiver, and I don't know if I could go back, although curiosity does tempt me sometimes. I told my ex that I had felt the presence of death in that room, but did not tell her about the vision. That felt more like a memory that didn't belong to me. We lived together at the time, and our house was in an old town in an area famous for its mining history. It was a rather typical and terraced house, nothing particularly spooky about it. After the event at the castle, I started feeling strange things at home. It felt as if another family was sharing our house with us. I didn't tell my ex at first, as she was easily scared. A couple of weeks went by until something else happened. I had a vision in the house. I was sat up in bed one night, waiting for my ex to finish showering when it happened. I saw a young girl stood looking out of the single bedroom window from where I was sitting. She looked to be about seven years old, had dark hair down to the bottom of her neck, and she was wearing a white nightgown. I don't recall if I saw her feet. The exact moment I saw her, the name Lucy completely filled my head. I had no control over it. I was wide awake when I experienced this, and like the time at the castle, it felt like I was remembering someone else's memory. It was playing like a video in my head simultaneously 
with what I was seeing in present time. The whole room didn't change to suit her era of dress. She appeared amongst our household objects. Once again, I snapped out of this foreign memory, and then my ex entered the room. I said nothing at that point in time, but I did eventually tell her a few days later. She got into bed and we put the lights out to sleep. As soon as the light went out, I felt like I could sense the girl was still at the window. And a few minutes later, I felt like she turned and walked around the bed and stood right beside me, facing me, as I lay on my side facing the wardrobe. As soon as she turned, she vanished. This was all in my head, and I never saw anything physical, but I had never felt a feeling like that before. I felt this girl's presence every night up until I eventually moved out when I split up with my ex. Every night the girl did the same thing in my head, looked out of the window until I turned on my side, then walked around the bed before vanishing. The only other time I had a vision was when I saw her sitting halfway up our stairs as I passed by them in the hallway, a couple months after first seeing her. I also got feelings, not visions, of the possibility of her being a twin and of a horrible woman who shouted up the stairs. I never saw them, though. The Road Trip I had a very strange experience that I'm sure is paranormal. It happened 12 years ago. I was a student at college at the time, and was on a road trip with three of my classmates. Our trip was two days of driving, but our classmates' parents' house was about halfway there, so we were able to crash there overnight to break up the driving. My classmate, who we'll call number one, who had grown up there slept in the lowest level of the house with her boyfriend. They were dating long distance while she was at school. The other classmate, number two, was a boy and slept on his own in another guest room a half level up. It was a split level house. And the third classmate, number three, and I both slept in number one's childhood bedroom on the same floor as number two, but down the hall. The main level was a half level up from that. We had a lovely dinner, had gone out to a bar for a bit, and met some of number one's friends, and were exhausted by the time we all went to bed. I am generally a very vivid dreamer, and always remember my dreams. But this night was a bit strange, because I could remember the darkness of sleep in between my dreams. It was all black, and I was fully relaxed. I could hear a young couple chatting quietly a little ways off, and a young boy playing with toy cars on the floor closer to me. Then, out of nowhere, an older male voice asked me a question. I don't remember what it was, but I wasn't up for answering any pop quizzes, so I refused to answer. Just like that, the mood in the room changed. I was still asleep, but the young couple gasped and fell quiet. The little boy immediately stopped playing and froze. It was super tense for a second, and then I felt this hand suddenly hold my head down against the pillow in the real world. I shot my eyes open and I'm laying on my side facing classmate number three. I'm petrified at this point, can't move my head, and I'm too scared to get out much more than small squeals at her. She's not waking up, and this hand was still on the side of my head. I decided to try and push against it and whip my head around. I did that, it worked, and I turned in time to catch a dark figure of an older man with a bowler hat, a cloak, wrinkled face, and white hair. In a flash, he floats up toward the top corner of the room, and I don't see him anymore. 
I quickly rolled over and woke up number three. I was pretty frantic and didn't explain much, but she got that something had happened and was nice enough to let me sleep right next to her. Fortunately, I fell back to sleep pretty easily. The next morning, I told everyone what happened. They were all surprised, but supportive. The road trip continued, we made it, finished up after a long weekend at our destination, and turned around to come home. We stayed at number one's parents' house again, but this time I slept in their living room on the main floor. No incidents. The next day we're driving again. I'm at the wheel, and number one was in the front seat with me. She said, I didn't want to freak you out before, but I used to have weird things happen to me in that room too. Things would fall off my shelves, my door would close for no reason, or I would have the feeling of something tapping my shoulder. I was shocked to hear this, but also relieved she had waited until after we stayed there again to tell me. A few years later, classmate number three told me she actually saw a dark shadow in the corner where I said the man had disappeared after I woke her up, even though I hadn't told her what had happened by this point. This was definitely the most intense paranormal experience I've ever had. The Hitcher. This is my brother's story. Last October, he took Bilbo, his dog, up north to visit our relatives. It was getting close to midnight when he came home and it had gotten real dark outside. The entire drive there, Bilbo had been quietly resting in the back seat. It was getting dark when they were on the road back home. My brother had his radio on and tried to keep himself awake. He got close to a small town called Westfield, which is a very popular rest stop. It looks western-like. He noticed there were no other cars out except his. If you know this area, you'll also know that there's a cemetery on the other side of the rest area. Everything around him was real dark, except his headlights, of course. All of a sudden, he felt goosebumps on his arm, and it went to the back of his neck where he felt the little hairs stand up. Bilbo started growling and he barked uncontrollably. My brother yelled at him to knock it off because it scared him a little. Bilbo quieted down, but he was still growling. My brother adjusted his mirror to look at the back seat to see if Bilbo was okay, and he noticed a figure sitting in the back seat. He rubbed his eyes and looked back. The figure was still sitting there, and Bilbo was growling at it. He was actually baring his teeth. The figure as my brother described it, was darker than all of its surroundings. When he glanced at it, he almost thought it was our ten-year-old niece. And when my brother really saw the figure, and they were face to face, he felt like he couldn't move, and he took a good ten-second look. It took a set of headlights coming from the other side of the highway to shake him out of it. He glanced at the road, back to the rearview mirror, and the figure was gone. Book of the Dead is a Ghost Story Guys production, narrated by Brennan Storr. For access to the entire Book of the Dead archive, ad-free, head to patreon.com slash ghoststoryguys.